0: If you're the kind of dad who tells his daughter, uh, newsflash, that's not a dress, that is a cocktail napkin held together by dental floss, and you're not going out like that, then this is the podcast for you. And what bad to the dad who has a teenage daughter has not had that conversation. Oh my God, had it with my daughter last night.
1: Last night she went to a bot mitzvah. She walked downstairs and I said, I'm sorry, go back upstairs. Yeah, that, like,
0: dad. that's the uniform, that's the uniform. Well, welcome back to the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life. We are Bad to the Dad along with Coach Randy. My name is Adam D and we thank you, the listener, for joining us for another episode. This is called Headline Dads. Headline Dads. A little change, though. We had slight change. This is, uh, again, one of those wacky weeks. It I was happens. traveling. Your wife was traveling. You're home with the girls. Yes. I saw your hijinks on Facebook. Yes. I can't wait to hear We're going to talk about the hijinks. All about it. Uh, but but first, I just want to wish uh, congratulations and mazel tov to my, my nephew, Avi, who had his bar mitzvah in Dallas. A mazel tov. It, it's been a wacky couple of days. I was at a funeral for my great-aunt, Rita. Great, great Aunt Rita. Great Aunt Rita, okay. ninety-seven years old. Did you know, Randy? That's a lot of. That's a lot of years. Any anytime somebody passes away ninety or yeah, older, I say ninety-seven. Didn't see it coming. Yeah, and gauge people's <laughs> reaction. So went from that, packed a bag, went yeah. out to Dallas, and went to celebrate Avi. A great time, and Avi is uh, really into to DJing. Not like the DJing where they play the top 40 hits at the weddings, bar mitzvahs, and quinceañeras like, and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I got you. I'm talking about like the turntables, and he's got Old the score. MacBook open. Oh, yeah. The but, other it's not even, it's, but it's not like turntables with vinyl records. It's... I don't That's know. all it's, it's, stuff. Yeah, it's all, use, all this electronic It's all term.
1: iPods now. You can use that stuff with iPods. Yeah, but
0: he, he had this great mix. Like, you'd recognize the music, but he sped up the beat, and everyone everyone was just having a great time. dancing on the floor, huh? Of course, it was in one of these warehouses in a terrible neighborhood, Does so he you know a it was a good party. Does he have a name? They DJ called him DJ Avi, which I think they got to work on they that. they got to work
1: on that. Yeah. Yeah, too Jewish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, people were having a great time, yeah. and uh, you know how I know it was good because it was too loud.
1: It was too. Uh, it, it was too loud. Did, for, you, wear, I, did I, you wear? Did you wear? No, um, I
0: was looking for them. Yes, I was looking for them. It was, it was too. So I was hanging out in, in the lobby outside, and, and everyone was having a great time. So I said, "This must be a great party," and I must be getting too old because yes. this is too loud for welcome. me. So welcome. To so, Mazel uh, to Avi. So, so here's the story, Randy. Um, yeah. You know, now every time I, I travel, you do travel. I've been traveling quite a bit. I really think about, who am I going to see? Who are you going to see? Are they a dad?
1: Are they a dad? Do
0: they have interesting stories to tell?
1: Interesting stories. And I love how you're constantly thinking that way. You're, you're really good like that. I'm really not so I, good. I feel
0: like I always have to have the antenna out because you, up you never know that. who you're going to meet. Yeah. So before I left for Dallas, uh, I happened to be friends with uh, a person in Dallas who happened to be at this bar mitzvah. His name is Mel Sayavedra. I'm sorry? Mel Saavedra. Mel Saavedra? You have to say it a few times in order to get the pronunciation. Saavedra. Saavedra. He's Mexican. He is a cameraman for Univision and the ABC affiliate in Dallas. You're looking at me like you're still stuck on Saavedra. So wait, so I'm
1: trying... Okay, so this is what I've learned. Is he Mexican? Is he Latino? Is he Spanish? Is he Hispanic? You know, do we know... He's from Veracruz, Mexico. Oh, he's from Mexico. So he's Mexican. Okay.
0: he's Mexican. And he... You know, told me his whole story. You'll hear his whole story in the interview about growing up in Mexico, which I think is important because we've been getting a lot of news about Mexico. Yeah. And I will tell you, people in the lower 48, they will tell you that Mexico is resorts or it's migrants trying to cross the border. Oh, my God. It's a beautiful country down there. I do a lot of work down there. Yeah. Actually, you were
1: just in Monterey. Oh,
0: my. Go to Monterey. It's
1: beautiful. They keep asking me if I'm going to learn how to speak Spanish, and every time... I feel like I'm going to do it, you know, a little Rosetta Stone. It just doesn't seem it's to connect It's just the five
0: the five sale items on the Taco Bell dollar menu. Right? All, all I care about is donde
1: esta el baño, right? That's Where's the where, bathroom? Where's the bathroom? Yeah. And again,
0: getting to a certain age, you Absolutely. have to know where certain places you are. You always have
1: to know where the bathroom is. In,
0: in order to be successful. Before I left for this trip, uh, he posted a video on Facebook. Yeah. He was actually covering a memorial service for a um, a young man who was in a gang and, and died, I think, in a this, gang this shooting. This is Mel, right? This is Mel. It's all right. So, he went to cover the event. Yes. And they kicked all the media out. The so family went, and the so funeral. So, he went not, to the
1: funeral? Yes. As a uh, member? No, he
0: went to the funeral to cover it. Yes, as, as a, a reporter. reporter. And there
1: were other media outlets there. And he was at the bar mitzvah
0: because? He's friends with. A guy. Okay. He's, okay. So he's friends of. Okay. Yeah. And the, uh, I guess the family, the funeral parlor says, no no media, we don't want the attention. So he's hanging out in his van, waiting for everyone to come out, uh, getting what's called B-roll. This is that extra footage that you see okay. on TV did not as know the that. anchor. Yeah, did not know that. Yeah, let's well, now I'm, I'm giving you some B-roll background on on Anonisms. what goes on in the media. All so right. you see B-roll. This is footage while the anchor says, "Hey, there was a memorial service, yes. and this is what happened." Unbeknownst to him, a gang war breaks out. Legit gang war. Guns blazing, literally.
1: Now, do they have like gangs like you know? The, Crips and, know, the Bloods, Crips and the Bloods, or, or the Latin Kings, Kings heard the of, heard of 13s all that. or whatever? Yeah,
0: yeah I, I'm sure it's some some chapter of that. Some chapter. You know, it's amazing. <laughs> like We have we have chapters of the Elks Lodge <laughs> and, and, and the Kiwanis Club, and there's chapters of all of these gangs. Absolutely. So he's just sitting terrible. in his van, minding yeah. his own business, and all of a sudden he sees one group running one way. One group running another way. Pop, 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 da 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 and he is a gun owner himself because he's a Texan because... You, who is, it, they have open carry laws in Texas. They have like a concealed carry. And you weren't just
1: playing the drums with your mouth. You were actually no. I was I making a, a machine gun. So
0: first he's like, all right, that's a handgun. And then he said, okay, that's an AR-15. Yes. That's an AR-15. Wow. Whoa, that is an AK-47. So if you go on Facebook, yeah. look up Mel Photojournalist. Mel Photojournalist on Facebook. He... It was just in the right place, wrong time, wrong place, right time. He's recording the machine gun fire, the people running with, with, back, and with north. the
1: camera from the from the from the, from the station with or the, with his phone. With
0: uh, I think both. Yeah. And you know it, it's I guess understood if you're a journalist and you're in these war torn situations. I'm thinking Afghanistan, Iraq. No, you're talking... really bad places. I'm not thinking suburban Dallas. Yeah. He said, "Hide behind your muffler and attire." That that is what you should Again, do to protect yourself. Did not know that. I didn't know that either until he told me. So if gang
1: war fire you know, if gang war warfare breaks out erupts in your neighborhood. In my neighborhood,
0: <laughs> hide behind the muffler entire. And, and he is taping himself, just explaining what's going on. Now he is explaining himself in Spanish because he was there for Univision. Univision. Yeah. But fascinating. But he's he's met presidents. He met his rock and roll hero, Gene Simmons. He no talks kidding. a little bit about that. Another uh, nice Jewish guy. Yeah, yeah, So like uh, from, from Israel, <laughs> yes. from Haifa. And uh, just talks a little bit about growing up. And, of course, he's a dad. Mel's a dad. He's got five kids. What? Uh, with with two uh, different ladies. All right, gotcha. Okay. You know, so I know well, you can relate.
1: I can relate. So
0: four with one and, and one with the other. Very nice. And they're wonderful kids. I don't want to give it all away. You'll learn all about it. And that's our interview with Mel Sayavedra. Speaking about people, Randy, who are grace under fire. Let me think.
1: Uh, yes. Grace under fire. That would have to be our sponsor,
0: Becky Berman. That's right. When it comes to marketing and graphic design, no one, no one is grace under pressure more than Becky Berman. Berman, B, Berman C.S. I always mess that up.
1: BermanCS.com. It does off the tongue. It's hard. Berman C.S. I got to tell her, change your website address. Make it easier <laughs> You're on us. you our marketing person, change your <laughs> website address. BermanCS.com, who helped us with Bone Daddy.
0: That's our logo which can be seen on the keychain which not only opens doors if you have keys on I the but something
1: else it also holds your keys as well as holds <laughs> the <Open> key- bottles <laughs> It's been a long week man it's been a long week yeah, brother Adam D sure sure is now listen well, I mean you know thanks uh, uh for that that's a good segue for I I was home alone this week Yeah I'm I alone
0: but with the girls With the girls yeah <laughs> so uh
1: so it's been an interesting week my my wife is turning the special 40 uh, and she went away to Boston. Boston. Well, Boston. Yeah. Wicked smart. Wicked smart. <laughs> Park in the car. Park in the car. So she went to Boston with her mom these last several days. Mm-hmm. And it was Teachers Convention. And so I had the opportunity to stay home with the girls, which I love. And I was really supposed to do speak Teachers Convention, but I, I backed out decided just to kind of stay home and be with the girls. See, that's big of you. Well, it was really big. Actually, I don't, it's, it was a great decision. Uh, Bree still had school because she goes to Goa, mm-hmm. but Michaela That's had a off. private school. Yep. Yeah. But, but Brianna had off, but uh, Michaela had off, and so I had some time. But I still had to do all the responsibilities that I have. Mm-hmm which pale in comparison to all the responsibilities that Jessa has not just for work, but also as mom.
0: Because she's a mom, and as yes. we know, mom is the number one number toughest one job, job. followed by coal miner, guy who cleans the Verrazano Bridge, and right. I, I was on the George Washington Bridge just for this one, weekend. Yeah. Let's add that, add that to the list. I think you'd
1: add that to the list. That's a pretty... That's, that's, a, that's pretty, a big That's a big bridge, too, that's and it gets awful bridge. dirty. Yeah, It gets very dirty, mm-hmm. very dirty. But we digress. As we always do. Uh, but I will tell you, um, the kids, I they did forget showers, that... that It slipped. (laughs) It slipped. Uh, I knew we had to. didn't happen. It was just a couple of days. It wasn't like a week. They did use deodorant and we used some uh, spray and shampoo. I I did learn about spray and shampoo. Uh, They did eat. We did have meals. Mm -hmm. I don't know how healthy they were, but they definitely had various food groups involved. They didn't go unfed. They did not go unfed. Uh, Sleeping. They did sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, They did a nice
0: job sleeping. Uh, they get their full eight hours, or was uh, it? Nah,
1: for the most part. I yeah. mean, Michaela was nice because she'd have to go to school. Oh yeah, but right, uh, so... and Bree did, uh, but it was actually you had, nice. a, you had
0: a very good weekend to be Mr. Mom. I did because when I... there's not school the next yeah, day, makes it so did. much
1: easier. Uh-huh. Uh, it makes it easier. And uh, one day, Michaela went to her friend's house, but I have to admit, uh, looking for Thursday was my day with Michaela.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And, uh huh. And a week or so ago, I had my day with Brianna. I'm not sure if you remember that. Yeah, sure. But I've been looking forward to my day with Michaela. And all she did was want to have fun. Well, girls just want to have fun. They just want to have fun. And so I'm trying to think about what is fun to do. And at first she wanted to go out for breakfast. Then she decided she wanted to stay home. And she wanted, you know, she likes cheesy eggs. Hmm. So I made my special cheesy eggs. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I had to do a couple errands. And I was out at CVS getting some medicine. And had this crazy idea. I'm looking around. I said, do you want to do a facial with me? Randy, yes, yes, I'm that's kind of beautiful. Th- think of something fun, something goofy. So she's like, "Well, I go, yeah, come on." Because I asked Brianna to do it, she, mm-hmm. she wouldn't do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But Michaela as a kid; I knew she'd want to. And she goes, "Really? I go, yeah, let's go." She goes, "Which one do you want to get?" I go, well, "Do you want to put the stuff on which is like creamy, or do you want to get the one that you paste on your face?" I think there's different types. She says, "I don't know. What should we get?" And so we sorted through because uh, she first asked me about lip gloss. Yeah. Daddy, which lip gloss should I get? Yeah, my first comment was. <laughs> I don't think you need it. So any.
0: you crossed that. You didn't cross that threshold. You didn't do lip gloss. You yeah, did the face mask. I did the face mask. You didn't do the lip gloss. But then she
1: goes on her on her phone to talk to her friend, which lip gloss because oh. I, I think they're all pretty. What do I know about lip gloss? Yeah. But facials, I felt I like could be somewhat of an expert because I don't know what do you do. She just put it on your face
0: and l- and look at you, Randy. I'm a pretty. You're I mean, a you're a, a young looking dad of a certain age. Certain age. A certain age. Yeah. And I figured it would really help me. You know about essential oils. Well,
1: and I understand the the essentials of the. Uh, of the, the pores mm-hmm. and, the, and, the, and the deep cleansing and the whole relaxation ah, piece and just being a piece. So uh-huh. uh, we buy the, the facial stuff uh, and we get home. Now, mind you, I had to be out. I had to be done by 2.30. I had some place to go. It like mm-hmm. a half an hour. So we go up into the bathroom and we open it up and this green ooze comes out.
0: Have you ever done a facial before? No, but you know, Perry has been trying to get me to do it. And I go to, you know, Target CVS yeah. like you. And I'm so confused because there are so many different varieties yeah, that can do different things with your yes. face. You want glow. You want yeah, an exfoliate. I, yeah, Do I yeah. go charcoal? Do I go strawberry? Okay, okay, do I so, go okay. avocado? I'm not, I, know,
1: I have no idea. That's so funny. You because I first went charcoal. I went charcoal. She went uh, tea mint and like avocado. Well, that and sounds
0: effervescent. That sounds like it was. Whatever change.
1: it was. So I went charcoal
0: because
1: mm-hmm. I thought I'd kind of go with whatever that thing was. But I opened it up and it was like this this goo black stuff and like it was like tar on my face and I said you know what I want a real facial I want it to look like a facial Michaela had this this mint green lime combination of whatever it was smelled pretty good Hmm. so I got the black stuff off don't go charcoal
0: don't go charcoal? Don't go charcoal. Well, plus, if if, if you post that on social media, yeah, just, someone's going to think that you're putting on blackface. Well, yeah, they, look at what happened to the Prime Minister yeah. of well, Canada. That, got yeah. him in trouble. Well, that was a Trudeau. second
1: thought. And so I said, you know what? I want it to look like a real facial. So mm-hmm. I we shared her facial mix. And she put it on, and I put it on. It, and it had a wonderful, I don't know, minty sensation. You know, kind of like that... That, that kind of, ooh, it kind of feels cool. Oh, good. I know that sensation. You know what that is. sensation mm-hmm. is? Like yeah. you when know, you put your stuff on certain parts of your body, and you're like, ooh, that feels fresh. There's
0: a freshness, like a yeah. yellow, like a mintiness. Right? Yeah. And, so, and
1: so you put a- it on. Cooling. And I, I'm just showing you with my hand mm-hmm. so everybody can see how I'm putting on my my facial, mm-hmm. right? And and she puts it on I put it on. And we start going there. We go, ooh, what do you feel? Ooh, it feels kind of, ooh, it's starting to tighten a little bit. starting to tighten. starting to tighten. <laughs> <laughs> starting to tighten. So we're taking selfies. So we have the before picture, the mm-hmm. during picture. And then we go down in bed and we
0: just relax. Yeah. We'd just relax and sit back. You, right? look, you looked a little mummified. Like, I don't know if Michaela was trying to bury you alive or what her motivation <laughs> so, was. Doing. So
1: the two of us together, you see our stuff. I, it's why I'm having, I'm, I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah. And my, and Michaela's the kind of kid that just gets a good kick out of it. So then it's nothing that it peels off. And so you go in and you wash it off with water, uh, warm warm water. And so we go in and we wash it off and I'm, I'm expecting change. I'm expecting to look at myself and go, wow, look at me now. Like you know Beauty like Beauty and the Beast? I, I don't know, but I'm telling you, we look at each other and go, I don't look different. I'm still ugly. I still got big pores. Oh, come on, Randy. Nah. After you're going to make me handsome, do whatever. What Did, did, I, did it feel good? I, it, it, I'm trying to look at myself and go, hmm. So here's the mm-hmm. thing. I go, we look at each other. I go, well, she's still beautiful. And she's like, dad, you too. I'm like, but this is what happens. I leave for my meeting at 2.30. I touch my face. (laughs) I I kid you not. Oh, this is what you call the aftershock. This is the aftershock. And so I go touch my face. And I go, oh, my God. My skin is so soft. I can't believe it. I call Michaela at home on her cell phone. Like, sweetheart, yeah, I go, touch your face. She goes, why? I go, just touch your face. She goes, oh, my God, my skin is so soft. That's it. We had soft skin.
0: Oh, so this was for soft, and you both used the same variety. We use the same. Yeah. we had touch your face. Randy. We had soft. Skin. Oh, that is soft. That's we the had, softest I think I've ever had, touched your face.
1: So it wasn't necessarily how it looked; it, it was how you felt. Yeah. And I kept touching my face for the next hour and a half, going, "Wow, that's a soft face." And did you like pull over
0: when you had this revelation? It was. It
1: was a pretty remarkable moment. But what's so funny it is sounds that like something would make
0: you stare off the Well,
1: road. because you know you kept trying to figure out what's going to happen. What's going to happen? Yeah. It was like wasn't expecting. So, dads out there do a facial. Cause I gotta tell you, when I felt my face, it has never felt that soft. If you remember what it was like doing diapers and you're doing everything, you got the, the, the soft skin of the baby, I swear my face, soft as a baby's skin. Wow. I'm telling you, worth
0: every penny. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, this weekend I had a peppermint patty <laughs> and I, I tasted the sensation. Actually, some of the sage sensation actually was uh, spread on my face. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, awesome. was as oh, close as
1: I got. It was uh, unfortunately, Michaela had a good time and uh, do whatever you can. It was a lot of fun. I had a good time with yeah. my daughter. That was my uh, I'll tell you, Randy, my dad's week. You, uh, bad you are. to the
0: dad. You are bad to the dead. Our interview with Mel Szyvendra coming up on Bad to the Dead. Bad to the Dad, the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life, is on the road again. And this week we are in Dallas, Texas, and we're talking to Mel Sayavedra, who is a photojournalist in the Dallas area. Mel, it is great to have you on Bad to the Dad. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Mel, I, I just like saying Sayavedra. Yeah. If I'm having a bad day, I say Sia You know, working in the pharmaceutical business, I hear Sayavedra. That sounds like a prescription medication. Like, ask your doctor for prescription strain Sayavedra. Use only as directed. Has anyone ever told you that?
2: They told me that it sounds like a salsa verde. A salsa verde? <laughs> yeah. Oh, even better. Yeah.
0: Well, that's a different kind of medication altogether, right?
2: Uh, uh, yes. Great.
0: So, Mel, we, uh, we talked again about uh, that, you know, you're in the Dallas area, photojournalist, I think. You know, most listeners can probably tell by your accent that uh, you're from Latin America, you are from Mexico. So tell us a little bit about your upbringing in Mexico. What was that like being a, a young man growing up in Mexico?
2: Well, it was back then, it was real good, real nice. Uh, I actually live in Veracruz, where it's like the coast uh-huh. of uh, the Gulf of Mexico. And we, I, we used to play uh, soccer there and baseball and all that. It was great. And then uh, we moved to Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Mexico City in the eighties, and um, I lived there for a while, and it was a nice, nice, very beautiful city that I remember. Uh, now they say it's a little bit dangerous, but back then it was real, real nice.
0: Well, see, that's the thing. So most Americans who are probably listening, if they've been to Mexico, they've been to Cancun, they've been to Alcapulco, they've been to Mazatlan and Ixtapa, not many americans who who go there to visit really appreciate the inland places especially mexico city which yes has a certain certain kind of character
2: yeah um uh, i was surprised uh maybe like a few months ago i talked to a friend he told me that he went to mexico city and he went to places that only people that live there know <laughs> like how do you know about this and he's like well yeah google all these places and and, and i went in there and i was like Dude, like eating churros. You know what churro is? Yeah, sure. Uh, churros. The whole pastry, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. churros with chocolate. Ah, yeah. With uh, chocolate, uh, with uh, cocoa. That's what ah, we call here. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you know that? Only the locals mm-hmm. know about that store. He's like, well, I'll Google all that. And then I'm like, okay. And then he went to do, see the lucha libre, uh-huh. the wrestling. Yeah, of course, yeah. like, with to, the masks, right? With them, yeah, mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> so it's good to hear those stories of Mexico
0: because Mexico has been in the news quite a bit lately, and mm-hmm. we'll talk a little bit about what you've experienced uh, at the border as a photojournalist. But uh, I think when people see stories of Mexico on TV, it's, um, you know, migrants trying to cross the border, being chased by, you know, immigration services and border patrol and things like that. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you're providing this information, you know, the, this storytelling where, you know, you could actually grow up and grow up pretty well in a place like Mexico City mm-hmm. is is... is Probably very enlightening for people to hear, so
2: yeah, you know um, as you said some Americans have a different perspective of uh, how Mexico is mm-hmm. and what's in there, and only people that live there is live there is uh, know what you know mm-hmm. it is like yeah it's yeah. Uh, a different world, yeah. So, as a Mexican,
0: you know, we, we had a, um, a Cinco de Mayo show. We called it Cinco de Padre because it's a show about dads, and all of our titles have something to do with dads. When you see Americans celebrating Cinco de Mayo, do you feel like you're an Irishman watching Americans celebrate St. Patrick's Day? And it's just all about the beer and the salsa and the chips, and-
2: yeah. Some something like, something like that. I have friends, you know, that oh, yeah, Cinco de Mayo, let's go get margaritas and all that. Like.
0: Why? Why are you going to do that? And they end up going to Chili's and celebrating yeah, exactly. there, which is completely inauthentic.
2: Yeah, very funny. Or Taco Bell. Oh, Taco Bell. Yeah, I don't know if Taco
0: Bell has margaritas, but you know, I'm sure if you suggested it, a, you know, I'm sure one of the marketing people would, would, no. would, certainly, would certainly serve that to, to the folks coming in. It's a show about dads, mm-hmm. and everybody had a dad, whether they were involved in your life or not. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about your dad and what
2: influence he had on you. My dad, he is... He's my teacher. He's my best friend. He's my uh, counselor. I mean, I admire my dad so much, you know. And uh, every time I have uh, a question or a problem or anything, I'll go to him Mm -hmm. and he will tell me okay, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, he's always there for me. Is he still okay. in Mexico? No, he lives in McAllen, Texas. Oh, he lives in the d- border. In, in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. But growing up, he was he was there with you. He raised you in Mexico. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. all the
2: time. Yeah, okay. he he my mom and dad are being married like 52 oh, years. I'm going to be nice. 50 this year this oh. month. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so they're yeah, they're like 50, 50 years.
0: Uh, so an you mentioned that he's still your counselor, your mentor, et oh, cetera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, what was the
2: relationship like growing up? You know, you're you're a young guy in Mexico mm-hmm. and it's like every uh teenager you know <laughs> love hate and uh, rebellious sometimes and uh, uh I, I was dating this girl she was a gypsy a gypsy yeah wow. and he didn't like he didn't like that and huh. uh he he kicked me out of the house for that wow <laughs> i don't know. I was like okay and uh well you know I ended up understanding a lot of things, and uh, she was a nice girl, man, you know. (laughs) It's
0: important to challenge our parents, right, Right. in the worst ways possible, yeah. Yeah. We mentioned you're a photojournalist. You're you're with one of the local affiliates here Mm -hmm. in Dallas, right?
2: Yeah, I uh, I work for Univision Network, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I do local stuff. I do uh, uh, statewide stuff and national also. You know what I love about
0: Univision? Mm -hmm. There's not an ugly person hosting a Univision show, like even the weather girl is like a Colombian model right? Somebody's delivering bad news, they're doing it with a certain swagger and gorgeousness that you don't see on a lot of American stations. So that must be a perk of the job, is that you get to work with very attractive people who speak Spanish. So.
2: Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. No comment. We'll leave it at that, right? Because I want to get you
0: in trouble. You can get me in trouble, but I don't want get, to get you in trouble. How did you get into photojournalism? And when we say photojournalism, you know, Mel is a, a video cameraman mm-hmm. for, for news stations. How did you get into that?
2: Well, um... One of my friends was working for a TV station a long time ago, and he asked me, he's like, hey, would you like to work for a TV station? i was like, no, that's for smart people. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. Now I know. <laughs> He's like, no, no, I'll show you. And so I started working uh, in master control. You know, the, yeah. I used to play commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. I used to play the commercials and all that stuff. And then I was like, you know what? I want to do something else here. So I, uh, since I work overnight... They, they, I had all the toys there, from the control room to the cameras to uh, the audio. So I learned most of the positions there at the TV station.
0: You know, for a man, having all of those toys in front, that's a lot of control. I don't know if I would have left the master control room. <laughs> well, you have 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got to enjoy yourself quick. So. Uh, my
2: uh, Actually, my boss told me, you know, with this job, you're going to, you're going to learn the value of 30 seconds,, because ah, okay. you have 30 seconds to go to the bathroom and come back. <laughs> <laughs> so don't drink a lot before I'll you're on the a- job. Right. <laughs> oh. um, so I started working on that on uh, playing commercials and then playing with all the toys out, you know out on the, at the station, and, and I learned almost everything, and then I decided, you know what, I'm going to go to school for this. So I, I went to college and learned more, and then the twins were born. Mm-hmm. So I uh, had to get another job, and that's how I I started. And that's how you started. You've mm-hmm. been a, a video yeah. cameraman ever since. Well, so I, you've been on remote no, crews ever since. I I was a, a reporter. Oh, really? yeah, I was on camera oh. reporter. English I, or Spanish language? Uh, Spanish. For Univision. For uh, Telemundo. Telemundo. Oh, the other. The other, the yeah, competitor. The, the competitor, the uh-huh. <laughs> no, yeah. competitor. And that was yeah, I did that, and um, then I was a sports and. Uh, Anchor, you yeah. can say because we didn't have a uh, an anchor here in so, Dallas. No, and I was in McAllen. Oh, in McAllen, okay, yeah. And, and they asked me, "Yeah, do you think you can do sp- uh, sports?" I am like, "Yeah, but I don't know anything about sports. I don't like sports. I don't really like sports, mm-hmm. you know, like, but, uh, don't tell other people in Dallas that you don't like sports because <laughs> I I know I that football I, is the state religion. So I told my boss, "If you write it, then read it." Mm-hmm. So he 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 wrote it and i read it and you just read it and you, <laughs> you know, sounded like a pro yeah they, they
0: there's a saying in in the business you know i'm an hr guy mm-hmm. uh you you fake it till you
2: make it yeah, yeah, so exactly it sounds, like, it sounds like you made it okay and then yeah. i was a reporter i, I really like that you know going out and uh, you know in investigating and all mm-hmm. that now i'm part of an investigative uh, team in here in dallas for mm-hmm. for univision and i really like that yeah you know that's
0: what has been one of the most provocative stories you've had to cover either as a reporter or as a photojournalist Prov- provocative meaning meaning like like um i don't want to use the word sensational okay but like what's been one of the most intense stories you've had to cover as an investigative journalist well
2: I will say that I had some stories, but the recent one was the, the shooting, like, yeah. two weeks ago.
0: Yeah, I saw that on your Facebook page. Mm-hmm. There was there was a video. I didn't know what was going on. I thought there was actually a war going on, and I made this wrong assumption that you were at the border, mm-hmm. and then maybe agents were chasing um, Mexican migrants. But that mm-hmm. was not the case at all. You were local.
2: Yeah, we were here in one of the uh, neighborhoods in Dallas, and uh, it was a vigil, and it was a... Some, other, some people started shooting to each other, and I, w- I was caught right in the middle. So you had the camera like,
0: rolling. You were covering the
2: vigil. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, the, the way it happened is that they were kicking us out. Even oh. though they invited us to the vigil for this guy to die, they were kicking us out. So I was putting my camera away, and I brought my phone with me. I was like, okay, you know, if something happens, I will, I will get video with the phone. Yeah. So I was walking back to the vigil. And uh, my camera was put away. When when I see all the all these people, r- you know, running, and then the shots. So so a gang
0: war just just broke out randomly. Mm-hmm. Random, mm-hmm. You were there to to cover essentially a funeral, like a memorial service mm-hmm. for was the person who passed away a gang member.
2: Yes. That's the assumption. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The assumption. Yeah.
0: We believe that. And then there's people running back and forth, and you hear the pop, pop, pop,
2: and. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, you're taping yourself underneath the car. Mm-hmm. The first thing I thought was, I was I I need to get uh, the NAT sound. You know the NAT sound the 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 bullets. The, mm-hmm. I need to get that sound. So I started rolling on my on my uh, phone. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Okay, now I need to explain what's going on. So I turned the phone to me. And I started, you know, this is what's going on, automatic weapons and Wow! Yeah, and then you put your reporter hat back on. Right? Yes. you were not just a
0: photojournalist. You were a true mm-hmm. <laughs> investigative journalist.
2: Yeah,
0: did you sign up for this? Did you know you were going to be I'm, potentially in the crosshairs of these kinds of
2: battles? I knew it was ha- going to happen. You know, mm-hmm. that's what we are. You know, that's what we do every day. Yeah, I've been on and accidents. I've been on you know like all kinds of stuff and yeah. fires and dead and wow. I mean, I can tell you.
0: Has that been one of the most intense or gruesome things you've ever covered or is there
2: something Intense, yes. It, yeah. Intense, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gruesome I've seen all on some other yeah. things. Uh, <laughs> I so Maybe we'll go into the graphic details. <laughs> yeah, but, no. yeah. But yeah, they've seen some other things and uh but you know the good thing of the nice thing on this uh career is that you you meet a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I met uh five presidents. Wow. Already. Uh and uh, a lot of uh, singers and, you know, people that you interview, people that get to hang out with... I, I get to hang out with Gene Simmons. Really? Kiss, Kiss? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, for the whole day. Yeah, one of our musical heroes, Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And I hear
0: he's a tremendous guy, too. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, a, have a real nice
2: guy. down-to-earth... Mm-hmm. I mean, nice, nice person. Yeah. Have you, have you met somebody that you've
0: always wanted to meet by way of being a photojournalist? Like, did you meet your... Your dream interview or dream celebrity? Yeah, Gene Simmons. Oh, Gene Simmons was (laughs) it? that was it. Okay. Yeah, and he was everything that you hoped he would be? Tongue was just as long as you thought. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, very good. Um, What's been one of the most memorable either interviews or events that
2: you've covered as a journalist? Um, The 50th anniversary of uh, the death of uh, Kennedy here in Dallas. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. That's when the presidents were all together. Mm-hmm. Uh uh George Bush, uh, senior George Bush, uh Obama, uh it was Clinton, uh, Carter, hmm. And uh who else? I think that was it. I think that was it. I think that's, yeah. all, that's <laughs> all. we've got al- alive right
0: except for except for our current president. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. who, who wasn't there.
2: Wow. Yeah, and yeah. it was it was nice to see you know all of them together mm-hmm. and that be part of history. Yeah. I think that's you know and then I I tell uh, kids that just graduated from school, have, you know, if you, you get this job, you're going to have first, first row seats for the rest of your life mm-hmm. on history. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of things. So you would say that the pros have outweighed the cons of mm-hmm. being a photojournalist.
0: Mm-hmm. Was there ever a day where you said, ah, I don't know if I could do this anymore? No. No? Every no. day's, mm-hmm. your hardest day's been a good day. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
2: it's I mean I will I wouldn't do anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Is
0: there um you, know, you already met Gene Simmons, mm-hmm. so that member of your bucket list has already been crossed mm-hmm. off. Is there somebody else that you would like to meet by way of your profession?
2: By way of my profession. Politics, music? Well uh athletes. That- I have met Romo, you know, Tony, <laughs> I Romo? Met Tony Romo. I met, uh, most I of the about cowboys. seven years ago, that might have been a very exciting <laughs> yeah. celebrity to meet. because mm. I used to I used to do the like, Cowboys every mm. every weekend. I used to mm. go to the game, so I met all the Cowboys back then in the 2010. It's kind
0: of a big deal, right, to be mm-hmm. part of the Cowboys narrative, even mm-hmm. even though you're behind the scenes.
2: Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, I step on the jerry jones three thousand dollars shoes one time yeah, and yeah did you say excuse me or, <laughs> yeah. or you yes. just play it so, off No, <laughs> no I, I, I was gonna fall mm-hmm. and because i was walking backwards with the camera and i stepped on jerry jones's shoes uh-huh. and i was gonna fall and he like caught me right oh around. he caught you yeah he comes oh, oh, like, all right i got you boy i got you I, and i turn <laughs> yeah. around and i look oh look like, thank you mr jones like, it's okay it's okay i well, okay. that, that's going to save you from
0: falling. I thought he was going to say these are $3,000 shoes, which means it's going to now need a $3,000 shoe shine.
2: <laughs> yeah, something like that. But
0: let's yeah. talk a little bit about, uh, about your family, mm-hmm. Mel. I know you've got five kids? Five. Five kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, so two, two different marriages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your kids' age group and, and kind
2: of where they are in their lives. Okay, my oldest, she lives in Denver, and she's a police officer Okay. in Denver. Uh, the other, the, the next ones are the twins, Ilan and Haim, mm-hmm. and they are in, um, in the high school and they're about to sign for the, uh, one, one is, one wants to be in the national guard and the other one is going to, he's going to go to the army. Uh, so, so far I see a pattern of service mm-hmm, yes. to community and country. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the girls, I have two other girls. Uh, one wants to be an art teacher and the other one wants to be a music teacher. Okay, so, so we've got
0: the service, and then we've got the art side. The art side, yes. Yeah. So everyone has their own mm-hmm. own identity. Mm-hmm, yeah. So a lot of diversity of interests. When you get them all together,
2: what do you like to do with them? Uh. Just listen to them, you know. Listen to what they have to say. How was mm-hmm. their week? How was? I I'm I'm traveling a lot right now. Mm-hmm. But um, when I get to see them, I'm like, hey, so how was your week? What do you do? Yeah. What? Uh, what happened this weekend? And they, everybody tells me this, every that, 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 and we did this, we did that, that, and that's why I, I like to hear them. I they don't know, but I every time I I go pick them up on Friday from school like right now, I see them walking towards me. I just smile like they're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're so beautiful. I think every every parent thinks that yep. you know of, of their own kids. Yeah, <laughs> and and look, that's what I, what I like is that you know
0: because of all of the diverse tastes that your kids have, mm-hmm. very rarely do you, I'm sure, deal with this. What did you do at school today? What went on? Stuff. Mm-hmm. Things. <laughs> you know. Probably because of everything that they're involved in. They're very involved in you know, very unique activities. You mm-hmm. probably don't get the, the grunting and the groaning. You actually are having a conversation.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the case? Yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. good because they actually, you know, say, oh, yeah, that we know. Because uh, the boys are, the twins are in the uh, STEM academy. Mm-hmm. for aviation STEM is big mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and so I, I like listening to them when they say oh yeah that you know we have simulators and oh I flew so wow. many hours and da 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 da, da and you're like wow I wish I did that when I was you know in mm-hmm. high school too. <laughs> I wish they had that you know mm-hmm. and uh, the other girls are like oh yeah that uh, they're in band mm-hmm. okay so I was like yeah that and I have to play this and I have to play that because I'm big in music mm-hmm. and I made almost all four of them, there with me. Yeah. Uh, to learn uh, guitar. Oh, so they're all musicians mm-hmm, too. Yeah. Do you all play together?
0: Uh, I'm trying to, but they don't want. Yeah. They don't want to do
2: it. All right. And I'm like, oh no, Dad! like, come on, let's play together. Let's do this.
0: Well, you know
2: how they. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, because Dad suggested it, we don't want to do it. Exactly. If their friend suggested it, it, would be a completely different mm, oh, story. Oh, mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yeah that's so the that's, case. So that's, <laughs> that's, so we want to get the Sayavedra five or six together <laughs> and play like the Partridge family, the Mexican Partridge family. That would be very cool. I would sign up for that concert. Yeah, I'd right. actually pay real American money for that kind of a concert. Right. So yeah. we talked about what you like doing as a dad and what you would like to do mm-hmm. uh, as a dad. What do you like about, about being a dad? Like when you reflect on the family that you've created, you know, what, what are the what are those thoughts? What are those things you think about? Uh, that's,
2: that's, uh that's a, that's a great question. Thank you for asking. As they say, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when they ask that. Well, used to being on this side, yeah, so. right? <laughs> well, you know, I think one of the things that I think is like I need to make them good, good men and good mm-hmm. women. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, to uh, grow up with that uh, sense of uh, responsibility mm-hmm. of uh, community. Hmm. Of, um, I don't know. Just you know, good people. Yeah. That's I, that's what I want them to be. Mm-hmm. I want them to be good people. That uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah. Guys, just just you know. Look, look just, little, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's probably a good segue into mm-hmm. our final segment, which of course is dad advice. Mm-hmm. And you could take this any way you want. You could take this uh, on the topic of career. You could take this on the topic of staying out of trouble. You could take this on the topic of service or you can take it any way that you want, Mel, what advice would you give to dads who are raising kids in 2019,
2: 2020, uh, knowing what you know about the world? One of the things that I told them, since they were little, was, I'm going to... This is me? Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you who I am. There is no... uh uh, not a mask, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, here I am a person and over here I'm another person. Okay, mm-hmm. this, is who I am, this is why I'm, this is why I'm probably wrong in some of the stuff, you know? But that doesn't make you to be wrong too. Mm-hmm. You have your own choices, you have your own life. You have to decide what, what's good for you. So, what, what I am, it's me. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, as a person, have to realize who you are. Hmm. That's what I tell him. Like, this is me. You know, mm-hmm. there's no what you see is what you get. Yeah, this is me. I'm not gonna be. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That's me. I'm not gonna pretend to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. This is my path. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make mistake. You're gonna do the same mm-hmm. thing. That's what right. my dad did too. Yeah, that's what my dad too. You know, I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know, I'm you have a crazy dad. You know, and that this is who I am. Yeah, I tell you, my
0: profession. We, when I teach public speaking, mm-hmm. we try to teach authenticity. Mm-hmm. Don't try to pretend to be somebody else. Maybe emulate some of their best qualities,
2: mm-hmm. but
0: don't try to copycat them as a speaker. And it looks like the same thing kind of applies mm-hmm. in fatherhood.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is. I mean, that's that's what I tell you. Know what I do or my mistakes that don't have to affect mm-hmm. your life. Okay. Yeah. So like, yeah, okay understand, understand, okay <laughs> and, and you've seen them follow that
0: pattern yes yeah. wow, mm-hmm. great Mel, this has been a lot of fun I really enjoyed learning about your background I know we could go on I'd love to hear oh, yeah. more and more and more <laughs> stories about your life in photojournalism people you've met the things you've covered uh, the action that you've been in the middle of mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. but it's about a 45 minute show so maybe we'll have uh, you back me, on and sure, sure. we'll do something a little bit more sure. in depth but Mel Sayavedra has been our guest Mel, thanks so much for being thank on Bad for, to the Dead
2: thank you for having me
0: We are Bad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. We are Bad to the Dad. Remember, you can follow us on social media. Instagram, that's our favorite. At Bad to the Dad is the handle. Facebook, it's forward slash... Bad to the Dad, and I think we have a couple of Facebook accounts. You have one, I have one, and we're updating both, so whichever one you like, uh, just just follow that one. Just and, find us. Yep, and then of course our website where you can see pictures of uh, me interviewing Mel Vedra. That's badtothedad.com and you can see information about all of our upcoming guests on that website. Again, that's badtothedad.com and don't forget about that keychain. It opens doors, it opens bottles, it changes lives, and if you're not having a happy day, just look at the Bone Daddy logo designed by Rebecca Berman, and it will turn things around. It will th- turn things around. Was this the weekend for Greg Feige's, Uh Boxing match. It's this week. Oh, it is this, this,
1: week, this week, the fourteenth. All right. So yeah. it's going to happen this week. So yeah. we'll have to update our listeners.
0: We'll have to follow uh, up with him. Hopefully, we'll have him back on, and uh, his head will not be bashed into the point where he won't be able to speak coherently. Yeah. I think he's going to do fine. He'll probably see the outcome. He's already won in, in, in our eyes. Oh yeah, and our no, heart, but so. uh,
1: I think he promised to come back next season because I know we have a couple more this season. Yeah. So he'll probably come back in the spring and tell us exactly what that's all about.
0: Well, all that leukemia, pediatric leukemia awareness—that is a job that never ends. You know we got to find ways to learn as much as we can, detect as quickly as we can, and try to eradicate these kinds of diseases. What was the website again to donate if you want to donate? Greg Feig Fights. How how do you spell that? Greg, that's Mm G-R-E-G. Feig is F-E-I-G. That's right. Fights, with an S, Mm -hmm. dot com. And you can also go to Haymakers for Hope, which is the organization that he's affiliated with in order to step in the ring and and raise this money. Well,
1: Greg Feig, we... uh we wish you luck out there. I also want to give a shout-out to uh, uh, my wife's superintendent. Um, just found out he's a big listener. Hey. Uh, I want to thank, uh,
0: thank Matt out there for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks to all of our listeners for listening. And I think, uh, Randy, you know, we're, we're coming to the homestretch of our second season. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Bit of a shorter season than the first season. Well, we, we, we really wanted to go all out with the first season. And, you know, typically what, we, what we're going to do is, you know, when a holiday comes up, we're going to take a bit of a longer break and recharge the batteries, go recruit some guests and come back bigger, stronger, faster than ever. And we do have uh, some guest approaches and reaching out to us. I want to encourage
1: our listeners to comment on our website. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out, somehow you're through through Apple Podcasts and Spotify, you're able to do reviews. I cannot yep. figure out how to make that happen. It's you know, driving
0: me nuts. Yeah, maybe a listener can tell us how this works. It's driving me nuts. You know, we, we are learning with the listener. If you've listened to our podcast and if you're just joining us, go back and listen to some of the other previous episodes. We had, because we had, we're, we're, we're evolving every episode that, that launches. We had 370 downloads this past week. Wow, I, I thank our wives for that, but you're telling me that people are going back into the archives. People are going back in the archives of podcast of the bad of the dad. Yeah, yeah. We're
1: going to the archives, so that's that's great. Folks, well, please go back and listen. And
0: we, we really have to thank all of the folks who've been covering us in media and giving us a platform like the TapInto.net. That was very helpful. In, in all of the surrounding towns in North Jersey, South Jersey, or wherever you happen to have uploaded TapInto.net, Jessica and Danielle, thank you so much. Now. Have you seen the article that was written on us no, Don? No, I don't even know where to find it. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm hoping, hoping <laughs> no, by the
1: way, Don, you know, if you're listening, please uh, please let us know when it comes out. We want to be able to uh, point people in that
0: direction, yeah, too. It was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun with you, Don. And Thanks. he did a nice job with Mel. Yeah, i tell you. Uh, what a I learned, story. learned a lot more about him. First, it, it, it was, uh, he'd be a great PR guy for Mexico. Yeah. So it's not, you know, well, the, the, right the, 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 war, the war-torn uh, area that, that you think it is. He yeah. grew up in a really pleasant environment in uh, in Veracruz, and you know, just just the variety that he's seen as a photojournalist or a cameraman for for university. Those is, guys are all journalists. I got to tell yeah. you, you, give, you have to give mad props out to, mm-hmm. to any journalists. They really do
1: whatever it takes to get a story. I mean, and they really they they take their jobs seriously. In many many situations, their lives are at stake. Absolutely. And they put it out there, and they're constantly asking the hard questions, and they're doing what they need to do to help report honest feedback and direction from individuals.
0: And it sounds like. He was in a crazy place. Well, with that that gang war, absolutely. And again, if you want to see some footage of of what went on at that uh, memorial service gone awry, go to Mel Photojournalist on Facebook. Now, it's funny. I was supposed to interview him kind of early evening on Friday. Yeah. And he's like, look, um, there is this massive car accident in Denton, which is in North Texas, just north of Dallas. Mm -hmm. And I do have to cover it. Yeah. But, you know, as soon as I complete that, I will uh, see you at the site and we'll we'll do our interview and and we'll make it happen. But you're right. I mean, the dedication, the deadline, whenever the deadline is, sometimes the deadline is now. Yes. It's, hey, Mel, get in the truck, get your camera, get charged up. You got to go to, you know, I-635 or whatever, cover this event. And it's not like, okay, uh, now it's 5 o'clock on a Friday, time to go. No, no. you're there and, and news is happening.
1: Yeah, and it could happen. It could stay for as long as you need. Does he wear makeup?
0: Yeah. Well, he doesn't wear makeup because he's behind the camera most of the time. Oh, he doesn't? But he, as he said, he yeah. was a reporter okay. at one point. I so, got you. So. Yeah, he, he brings a lot to the the news media industry. Got, got some great stories. I'm sure he will be involved in in so many more. So we thank Mel for his time. Mel, thanks for your time. You're bad to the den. He, Five he, kids. Whoo. Keeps his hands full. Yeah, absolutely. Each one of them is different. I uh, really appreciate uh, a couple of those kids' focus on service, you know, yep. joining. The His military. older two want to join the military, right? Yeah, it looks like, uh, you know, one is, uh, you know, joining like the National Guard or the Air, the Air Guard. Mm-hmm. Um, again, another, another big commitment. Yep. And, uh, you know, we wish them luck. Wish them luck. You know, it's a different different kind of kid that wants to pursue that kind of thing. So. I
1: love how you're always out there getting the story, looking for the dad.
0: That's that's kind of I don't know how I'm hardwired. I mean, now. that is the, uh, yeah. the
1: division division of labor because I every now and then I'll find someone who's a dad and we'll talk about it. But you
0: really are uh, you're the guest getter. Well, you know, in some ways I think let's do this mm-hmm. because there's going to be weeks yeah. where we're not going to have a guest. Yeah, it's already a last minute
1: problem situation. Yeah, uh, just, and just because just like you knew week. that you had the foresight. We have a guest for today's
0: show. So it's it's not even so much, oh boy, let's interview everybody under the sun. It's let's make sure we have enough, <laughs> enough interviews. Absolutely. So the show can always go on for you, the listener, who we really appreciate. Thank you again for listening. Dads, have a great week.